Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaos. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to language for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc., that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I am your keeper, Keeper Michael, and I have assembled with me again my investigating crew for another episode of Masks of Neolothotep. We are in the England chapter, and I will introduce the cast and crew or allow them to introduce themselves. Uh, to my right. That's Lani. I'm playing Lawrence Edward Oliver Forsyth, who is making friends and influencing enemies. Indeed you are. Uh, to his right. This is Lillian. Morgan, I play Lillian Lane. Uh, at the end of the table. <laughs> this is Jake. I'm playing Jack Doyle. And I got to tell you, Lonnie, I don't think you're making any friends here. Especially not with the <laughs> reverend. I tend, I tend to concur with that. Uh, to uh, Jake's right. This is James. I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tattenbach. And historically speaking, it is a very idea to anger the church in small English towns. <laughs> you know, you might not be wrong about that. To the doctor's right. This is Tiffany. I play Maeve O'Shea and more books, more books. Indeed, you get another book to milk that. that that's right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, and then last but most certainly not least. This is Alex. I'm playing uh, Simon Granger. And uh, I, well, I have a lot to confess, but not right now. No, no, not right now. We have things to get to. Very good. Uh, so we'll raise the curtain tonight uh, at the Laughing Horse Inn as our investigators have gone back to, for lunch and perhaps to peruse the pages of a pilfered book. Borrowed. We can split hairs here, but you did literally sneak into someone's house and steal it. Yeah, are you going to return it? Yeah, it's only borrowed if we return it. We haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> Was it exactly like you checked it out of a library? <laughs> <laughs> you you are around a table, the, the large table at the end of the uh, in here that was set up for you yesterday. Uh, and as you get settled, the uh, folks behind the bar kind of were into motion and begin, you know, seeing to you as as you need. I would like to uh, request that we, uh, once we have gotten our food, that we uh, abscond to our room so that we can discuss things in private. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this in front of, uh, you know, the locals. Anybody? They begin bringing food out to the group of you. You see a young man walk in, and he goes to the bar. 
not someone you saw last night or this morning so far. What's he look like? Uh, he appears to be relatively tall, probably just a bit over 6'4". He's fairly well built. He wears a nice looking jacket, uh, has a sweater on underneath of it, blonde hair, kind of a well-defined face. Is he like in his 20s? Good looking guy. I would say that he's a little above average. Um, he's not a absolute knockout in this lane, but he looks, looks decent. He looks pretty good for a farmer. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think he's a farmer, based on how uh, Mike described him. They're all he, farmers. He does not appear to be a farmer, no. All right. It's my time to shine. There you go. <laughs> I see the stranger walk in, and I kind of keep my eye on him from the table. You see the... Uh, the bartender go to this man who's come in and so he says, you hear him say, Lawrence, what can I get you? He orders a pint. Does he sit at the bar or sit at a table? Oh, he sits at the bar. Fantastic. That's what I thought might be. it might be. But... Did I hear him call him Lawrence and everything? Yep, you did. Okay. I look at the group and I, I told him I'd be up with them. I'd meet them up in the rooms. And I go to the bar and near Lawrence, but not like right next to him, because that would be weird. Don't want to be all up in his grill. Come now, Miss Lane. You're a very forthright woman. <laughs> um, according to Mr. Foresight, that's what's going to get me into trouble. <laughs> he might not be wrong. She's the woman who knows what she wants. <laughs> I, you know, wait quietly at the bar for the, for the innkeeper to assist me. Uh, he looks at you. Oh, Miss Lane, uh, is there something I can get you? I look at Lawrence and I'm, I'll have whatever he's having. He goes uh, with a affable nature and pulls the uh, the tap. You all get the, your food and adjourn to the uh, adjoining rooms where you can begin to plot and scheme in private. He sets the uh, pint up for you. Thank you. So, uh, are you enjoying the village? I am. It is beautiful here. I had no idea how beautiful the English countryside over here was. He seems to nod, and you see Lawrence seems to kind of nod along with him. Just terrible thing about the about those uh, dog attacks, though. And, and you guys are very lucky that they haven't happened in a, in a long while. Yeah, we are. Um, you can you see he... And he kind of stumbles over his words a bit. Yeah, I, um, it's it's been good that uh, the constable got it taken care of. Can I get a um, a read on how Lawrence handled my comment? Uh, that would be psychology. I know. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I haven't rolled yet, but oh my god! No, it. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> oh. I look at. Wow. I'm like, this is gonna be amazing. <sighs> so I so, failed so horribly. A 99 so, out of a 99. Right. Would you like to spend some uh, luck? <laughs> some luck on that. <laughs> spend all your luck on that. Can I borrow some of yours? <laughs> so, so she's so so. Good news. She's great at reading the room. Bad news is it's all in braille. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Dang. All right. Time to shine, uh, she said. You see Lawrence give you a bit of a look, and 
he takes another pull from the pint that's been offered and he says uh he says to the innkeep he says she's not thirsty and he turns around and walks out damn <sighs> I nod to the innkeeper and take my uh my pint upstairs in failure in yeah, failure. You, you, do, you do a long walk of shame. <laughs> yeah, I do. Just a minute or so later, Miss Lane walks in. She looks <laughs> a little depressed. You look as things did not go well. No, that was uh, Lord Bane's son, and I was just trying to get a feel for him and how he feels about the uh, the animal uh, attacks. Um, it did not go well. This is my shocked face. That is not a 1920s <laughs> statement thing. Okay, fine. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. It's better. Yeah. Apparently, I should have just gone with the like the the uh, upfrontness and not the uh, try to be sly. I lay some stuff uh, out on the the table that I'm guessing is there that we've been using, and I will uh, display my map of the area for people to see Ooh, he's made a map I will turn to Doyle so have you uh, taken the time to read over what I provided you what, the stuff you just gave me a few minutes ago oui. <laughs> <laughs> yeah not yet I haven't had a chance yet yeah I just handed you the uh, the slip of paper with the, oh, okay. the note on it well, I, I, uh, I'm trying not to look at it until we were someplace uh, a little more private. But yeah, now I'll look at it. Okay. So you're going to show him the slip of paper, yes? Yes. All right. I will show you that. So it uh, it would seem that the level uh, end has perhaps encountered this creature before. Okay. I do not. Yeah. I do not suppose that he uh, mentioned it in the conversation that you had. No. In fact, he uh, tried to make it very clear that he thought it was nothing but a dog. That lying snake. Yeah, they all seem to uh, know something we don't. Don't be so hard on the Reverend. Um, I'm sure he's trying to protect his own uh, mind. Play it off as it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And certainly not covering for the uh, man who rebuilt his church. Right. Both the constable and the vicar were not being as straightforward as they could have been. They're both hiding something, and I have a feeling it's the same thing. This is a small town. Everyone's hiding their secrets. But everybody knows everyone else's secrets here. You made it sound like the, uh, they were covering for the veins. If the local landowners do in fact own all of the local property and have some money, well, then it would make sense for them to defend them. Or maybe they're donating all the money because they know they've done something wrong. You know, like a bribe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we're, we're really uh, grasping at straws here. We don't know. We still don't know what's going on. Who's at mm-hmm. Who's at fault? What's going on? But we need obviously we need to do some more investigation. Maeve, I have that wolf spade you asked for. 
Oh, great. It sounds like it'll come in handy. <laughs> and I, uh, I found this up on the uh, path up to the tour. And I pull out the uh, piece of cloth. Looks like it's from a woman's dress. Interesting. Hey, Doctor, what would you say that stain on there is? Let me see it. I'll examine it over a few minutes. So, Doctor, if you'd like a thorough examination of it, this is a... Well, and, and I know you've got some stuff in your doctor's bag here that might be able to assist with this, so you could make a chemistry roll. Chemistry. Can I do biology? Yeah, I suppose. Nice. Nice. <laughs> 69 so, under 75. <laughs> um, so just e- examining it for a, a, a few minutes, it doesn't take you too terribly long with uh, just a bit of the uh, uh, some of the, the chemicals that you keep in your bag. Uh, although they, it does it does just momentarily briefly change the wonderful food aroma to something different. Um, just from the reaction that you get from it, uh, you're fairly certain that that is dried blood. That's what I thought. It would appear to be dried blood, Jack. Yeah, I kind of assume so. I wonder if the uh, father of the missing girl would recognize this fabric. Where, uh, where did you uh, find this? It was on a uh, caught on a pole up towards the top of the door. Uh, if I, uh, if I may, may I? Yeah. I just want to kind of get a, a look at the material. And like the the make of it, does this look like sure. something a commoner would be wearing, or does this look like like higher or expensive material? No, this is definitely a higher grade cloth than commoner. Such a such a classist word, but yes, it's it's likely that the 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 number the thread count alone in the fabric that's been used here, uh, it's not something that would be normally produced. Someone made this out of some fairly fine cloth. I will turn to uh, Lillian, and I'll kind of hold it out. Please uh, correct me if I am mistaken, but uh, this seems like a relatively uh, fashionable slip. I'll kind of hold it out. Am I able to identify that, Mike, from the piece Um, of cloth? Yeah, I mean, I would say that you're a pretty fair hand at at determining the the quality of cloth. So I would say, yeah, it, it, it definitely reads to you. The lace work reads to you as something that's a little bit higher quality. That, that looks like somebody with a that doesn't do farming every day would wear or housework every day. Bet you I can name somebody that that could belong to. Well, the uh, question I would have is uh, of the people in this area, these uh these veins seem to be the most wealthy, wealthy you know? Mm-hmm. Are there any uh, women amongst them? I'm assuming there is a lady of the house or... Uh... Yeah, um, Lord Vane has a daughter um, in her 20s. Hmm. Should we go pay the Vanes a visit? You just, like, show up. You, uh... <laughs> are going to attempt to... Uh correct for your previous advances uh, yeah we should probably do a little bit more investigation on the on the vein so I do not disagree I feel as if uh, the the townsfolk are uh, kind of settled in their ways 
I did not spend any time traveling to the uh, the castle. Yeah, castle. To the castle proper, but uh, perhaps it might be worth uh, taking a look around. I agree with that. Uh, I do not necessarily know what uh, the protocol would be. But perhaps one as yourself could uh, request such an audience with... As swimmingly as that went last time. <clears throat> well, a happenstance meeting in the bar is not necessarily a formal audience with Lillian Ling. <laughs> I'll kind of puff my chest out a bit when I say it. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> no, I'm trying I'm trying to bolster you. Oh, this are is you? reassurance. <laughs> or it means that we're going to get the door slammed in our face. Mm-hmm. Either way, we will learn something. But is it a big, <laughs> big enough castle we can sneak into it? Do they have an underground? <laughs> what are you going to do, swim the moat? The doctor what? chuckles to himself while pouring himself a drink in the corner. <laughs> I remain absolutely stone-faced. I'm sure they have a dungeon for you. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not saying they have a moat. There's no crocodile swimming around to some moat in their castle, but they've got to have, like, a lower inch. Oh, do they? Do they? (laughs) And you haven't visited yet, so... Right, you can't say for certain. Okay, well, if there's no crocodiles and no moat, there should be a lower entrance somewhere. I mean... It's probably in a state... So while they're kind of going on about this, I'm going to kind of slide over to Maeve and flip open the book and kind of hold it Mm. near Uh her. Don't do it. Um, What do you make of this language? It's too late. She's already got the scent. Yeah. (laughs) Snatch. (laughs) Bite your fingers. Um. Can you tell me what you make of this language? Um, Let me see. Do I know the language, Michael? Um, you well, you you know it because you don't know it. Um, so you know it because this is not Latin. Oh. Um, but you know it because this is Greek. Oh, that would be Greek. Yep, and have the Rosetta sound handy. <laughs> Can I actually read any of it or no? Um, un- unless you have Greek as a language, then no. No, I have. Latin. Greek and Latin are different languages. It does make sense why the book would be in the Reverend's house, or on his person for that matter. Because uh, he probably does. At least to some extent. Right. Well, um, the book is written in Greek, which I cannot read. I recognize the language, but... Um... I do not suppose any of you know Greek. <laughs> It's Greek to me. Okay, then I just kind of slide it back into my pocket. (laughs) Is it Dr. Pierce? Yeah, he's a doctor, right? He is. Yeah. Dr. Pierce might be... Might, but I don't know. I don't know what languages he speaks. He's also quite a bit of ways in London. Yes, he is. I do not necessarily know that uh, this is something that will branch into additional investigation it is simply a, uh, an acquisition if it has no value to us in, uh... Mike does it look handwritten it does this is you the feeling you get really is this is a journal this is someone's journal yeah it may be an acquisition but it's also handwritten so 
I don't know. But we also may be at an impasse because none of us knows Greek. It is uh, of no concern. So you find things? What about these veins? People at the castle? Me? I don't know. I mean, if we need to go to the castle, we can go to the castle. I suggest, though, that if we do, we all need to have some wolfsbane. I have a sneaky suspicion. Do you just wear wolfsbane on you? If Or how does that work? You can keep it on you. Um, you can make it in tea. Um, you know, if you want to poison someone. It may or may... I mean, here's the thing. Is we're going into uncharted territory. So, I'm not exactly 100% sure how Wolfsbane works 100%, like with a werewolf. Um, and the information is spotty because, you know, a lot of it's legend. And maybe that's all we're up against, but considering, you know, our past, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards anything as possible. Yeah, so maybe just wearing it on us, or... Well, what we can do is we can maybe find some books and uh, look up legends and see what it says, because sometimes they do point us in the right direction, and sometimes they don't. Like one of your books you already have, because I don't think this town has a huge library for us to go look into. Yeah, it really doesn't, and I'm pretty sure I don't have anything on werewolves. Simone, you would know that the village has no library. There's no... The closest is likely... Um, the vicar's village, office? The vicar's office and the village's bookshelves, if they have one. I do not... Uh, I do not think that uh, research is... Uh going to unravel what is going on here. I think we just need to go talk to the to Lord Bane and his family because his son Lawrence was clearly seen one of the nights when that person was killed. That that woman was killed. <clears throat> he was seen running from the scene. And again, since I, uh, I do not necessarily know what the protocol is here, but uh, perhaps if you could speak to the innkeeper, find out how to request an audience, and uh, if you need someone to deliver a letter of intent, I will happily go. Okay, I will uh, go talk to the innkeeper. I go get my usher clothes. <laughs> you uh, hop on uh, out of the room and step downstairs, and you see the innkeeper wiping down the bar. Uh, oh, Miss Lane, did you bring the glass back? Oh, I for the love <laughs> of gosh. Well, it's it's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. Uh, did you? What did you need? I was wondering, how does one get an audience with Lord Vane? Oh, an audience. Well, he's 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 not unapproachable, no matter what people might say. If if I was to ask, if I were to go to the your states. How would I get an uh, an audience with um, one of your governors? One of our governors? Yeah. I'm assuming they would ring somebody and ask their assistant if they could have an audience with them. He nods. You you have to understand, Lord Arthur Vane is a peer of the realm. He's a he's someone who sits in Parliament. He's a fairly important figure uh, in his own right. Uh, when he decides to be. 
But other than that, he's just a normal flesh and blood man like you are. Well, I. So if I wanted to contact him, I would ring the castle or uh, I might send a letter and see if uh, you could have an audience with him. Is there a phone in the inn? Uh, there is. I think I might be able to utilize that so I can... For for you, Miss Lane, anything. Really? <laughs> yeah, we're always happy to help. Now, he kind of pulls the divider up so he can step out. Now, I can't guarantee what they'll say, but you're welcome to ring them. Is there anything I should know about Lord Vane that I might not have already learned other than he's very good to the community, he has a son and daughter, um, he was married at one point. I guess I don't understand the question. What what do you need to know about him that you don't know? Is there anything that I could say that would cause him not to want to meet with me? I'm sure that there is. I Listen, I don't mean to give you the runaround at all. Sure. I, I don't know what you're on about. It's clear that you and your friends are up to something. You've been talking to people and poking around in here, and that's perfectly fine. There's no law against that. But I've already had a talk with the constable who's come in in a huff about you and the group poking around on things. And I could see out the window that the that the uh, vicar wasn't too happy after you left. So he's on about something. And just last night you were talking about what happened to those folks, those poor, poor people who were ripped apart. You keep uncovering stones and you keep finding you're making people angry. Are, are you sure you want to keep going? At this point, we have to. We want to uncover the truth. And we're not here to make the townspeople angry. That is that is not our intention whatsoever. But, that might but be Lawrence's you, intention. That's not my intention. But you, you are obviously upsetting people. So I, when you ask me, are there things you shouldn't say? I think you've, you've kind of figured it out talking about the people that died from the dog attacks well do you think do you think the Vane family wants more people from London scraping around trying to find what the truth of the story is not that we haven't had a whole gaggle of people here in the past few months doing the same thing you have yes we've had two reporters up we from had where? from London they came up Two or three days after the attack happened, we had oh. we had two uh, detectives up from Scotland Yard about it. it was the, the week later, and they put you know a little undue work pressure on the constable, but he saw it through and shot it, and and things have been done. So, if you mean to go and uh, ruffle the veins up, uh, then. You're on your own reconnaissance. I'm happy to give you the phone. Just uh, careful how deep you step in the water there. I take a deep breath. As I said, it's not our intention to make anybody angry or to keep dredging up the past. I thought these murders happened. This this is me off, out of character. Mm -hmm. I thought these happened a year ago, not just a few months ago. Yeah, it's a year ago, but this is a small English town. It's probably the only thing anybody will remember for the next 20 years. <laughs> right. Right, but 
but people have come up in the past. That's kind of what he's he's bringing yeah. up is people have occasionally come up here in the past since the murders have happened and they've inquired about them. And when you put it in the scope of a town that's probably less than a hundred people, it's not even a town, it's a village for the most part. You've gotten the drift over the past couple of days that what, what most people in the village want to do is get beyond this because the tourism that they get is what really helps the town continue. Did Jackson Elias come here or no? Uh, it, you don't believe so. Uh, okay. The note that he put on the clue that you found at the scoop basically said that it sounded like it was something he needed to investigate. He puts the phone in front of you. Yeah, I'm a little wary about going. I don't want to keep making the townspeople angry. That's me. I'm all for pushing ahead, but we do have to talk to the veins. They're going to burn us alive, aren't they? All right. I'm going to pick up the phone. Okay. You pick up the phone. And I do whatever I need to do to ring the uh, vein residence. The The, uh, innkeeper assists you a bit, and you hear a tone on the line for a little bit. And then you hear a a male voice pick up. Really? Vein residence. I wasn't expecting a male voice to answer. Hi, this is Lillian Lane. Um, I'm visiting in town. Um, for a brief stint, and we had heard quite a bit about uh, Lord Vane and his beautiful estate, and my compatriots and I were wondering if we could come and take a tour and speak with Lord Vane. The voice on the other end of the line says, uh, Visitors? Um, the Plum, Plum Castle is a, uh, not a tourist destination, of course, um, my father is an art collector back in the States. At least he's well known in the States for, you know, besides that and horse racing. So I was hoping I could come take a look at some of uh, Lord Vane's collection. Because I, I am also an admirer of artwork. Actually, Morgan, why don't you roll me Persuade? Oh my gosh. To see the tapestries. Yeah. To see uh, the tapestries. That's what I'm trying to avoid. Oh, 26 out of 60. I really want to look at his etchings. I really want to look at the art, yep. (laughs) Uh, Lord Vane is an equestrian as well. He would be uh, happy to discuss horses with you. Uh, You said your last name was Lane? Correct. My name is Giles, ma'am. I'm one of Lord Vane's uh, assistants. Um, Are you staying there then at the uh, Laughing Horse? I am. Wonderful. Let me speak with the Lord and I'll see if he can arrange a a time, perhaps. Uh, How long will you be with us? I can't be sure. I I know it's going to be at least another couple days. Hmm. Very well. The Lord is here rather than in London at the moment, so perhaps he can fit you in at some point tomorrow. Great. Um, I guess... If you could just ring back the laughing horse and let me know a time, uh, that would be fantastic. Of course. Of course. Great. I shall uh, do so immediately. Thank you, Mr. Giles. Hang up the phone. You see the innkeeper just kind of stare at you. Well, that went well. He takes the key, the phone back from you. Oh, he knows I was totally lying, too. I just, you know, give him a small smile and tread back up the stairs and I don't look back because I 
probably feel like he's boring his eyes into me. I mean, you're free to feel whatever you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, back in the room, um, Doctor, you're 100% certain now that the film that's on that cloth is definitely blood, but this cloth is at least... It's got to be over four months old. This has been outside for a while, and it is definitely blood. Of course, not to be able to tell from who, but to find a blood-soaked cloth in the area cannot be coincidence. What is the uh, name of this uh, Lady Vane, this young woman? Do we know who she is? Eloise. In my want, in my in my meanderings about the town, have I seen like a well-dressed twenty-year-old woman walking around? Uh, you have not. No, you would have um, probably picked that out fairly quickly. There, um, there is a large gulf in the ages here. You have noticed that. So you have the elderly, like fifty plus. You have folks who are late 30s to like mid 40s and then you have a couple of kids and there was that couple that we saw but the two um, ladies that came into the bar almost like historically a lot of a lot of people who were in their late 20s to early 30s aren't or, or should be in their late 20s to early 30s might have gone off and gotten themselves killed somehow that's morbid. <laughs> well, that's also yeah. true. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. A whole World War One thing. Yeah. Miss Lane looks happier than she did last time. Seems that way. We will be getting called back about what time we can go visit um, Lord Vane. I look down and, my outfit and go change again. And talk about artwork and horses stop at the door <laughs> just keep walking I'm going to go downstairs you head downstairs go to the bar get something to drink they uh, set you up with the drink what do you uh he says uh what's the afternoon poison for you whiskey oh easily he uh takes a bottle of whiskey out finest Irish whiskey I could have excellent you're uh your lady friend there, she's quite the uh, she's quite the dabbler. She's going to get you all into a heap of trouble. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I think everybody else except me is going to get us all into a heap of trouble. Just some free advice. There's, there's nothing left of this story. Well, I believe you. It's my uh, same assessment. However, as long as there's some kind of threat for somebody to pull on, they're going to keep coming. So if I can uh, manage to tie the, wrap this whole thing up in a nice little package and tuck it away somewhere maybe people will stop coming and asking about it you talk to probably about everybody here in the town that now I'd be happy if the story just left people's memories it's it was real difficult the first six months to get anybody to come up here do you know what I used to do back in the states what's that I was a private detective oh, oh so uh, one of those uh, Scotland Yard types huh well a little bit more on the uh chasing uh, cheating husbands and that kind of thing. But I can tell you that nobody wants to hear 
about something that's going on unless there's blood involved. It's just the way it is. But as soon as there's blood involved, then you can't you can't beat them off the stick. I don't know that England here is the same way. Maybe. Hard to say. People are the same everywhere. You see the uh, gentleman that was here at the bar come back in through the front door. He kind of uh, quickly, you know, slinks up to the bar. Is she gone? He he sits down. Uh, Yes, Lawrence, she's gone. He puts what looks like a half-drunken beer back up on the table. He nods at you and takes his uh, hat off and begins drinking his beer again. Avoiding somebody? Yeah, there was a... Well, wait. She was an American. You're an American. She must be with you. It's quite possible. Was she uh, forward and uh, abrasive? (laughs) Yeah, you know her? Oh, yeah. (sighs) Just trying to drink my beer in peace. That's fair. Yeah, you know, modern women nowadays. That's special. (laughs) Jack, you see Simon come downstairs. And nod to Simone. I'll just kind of head over to uh, Jack, who is probably, who has at this point seen my my going out outfit. I'm just going to go on a bit of a uh, nature hike. Uh, I should be back before dark. Well, uh, you enjoy yourself. Uh, if I'm not back before dark, I assume I'll be here in the morning. If I'm not here in the morning, well, I'm just going to tip my hat. <laughs> Um, is that guy back? He is back. Okay, I'll I'll avoid him. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll avoid looking in my looking him in the eye. <laughs> okay, because he yeah, definitely he, he definitely saw me with. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll turn back to the guy and I'll say, Jack Doyle. He uh, extends his hand and says, Lawrence Vane. The pleasure to meet you. Would you? Uh... Allow me to buy you a drink to make up for uh, my companion. Oh, no, I I don't drink too much during the day. Just a beer after lunch. Yeah. Fair enough. What's got you here in the country? To be perfectly honest with you, we are taking care of the last wishes of a, a departed friend. What were those? He was a bit of a uh, a novelist. He wrote a lot of books. He wanted to uh, follow up on a couple of stories that he was looking into. We just want to tie up the rest of them so that uh, he can rest in peace. What stories? Uh, Some nonsense about the uh, dog attacks here. I'm sure that there's nothing more to those stories than you probably have heard from a handful of people already. I'm inclined to agree, but the... uh, as long as we follow all the leaves and finish and tie everything up in a nice little package, hopefully this thing will go away and we can all go on with our lives. Well, good luck. The uh, innkeeper uh, says, I'll uh, I just pop him back real quick. I've got to grab some food. Uh, listen, uh, Mr. Doyle, was it? Yes. He leans in. If you don't mind me saying so, you Americans need to learn to have a bit of a softer touch here in our land. It, nobody here is uh, that straightforward. At least nobody that wears a dress. She's a little, she's a little bit of uh, an outlier even in the state. Do you really feel like 
you can button this up. I'm going to do everything I can to do so. Unfortunately, some of my companions have made it a little bit more difficult to, difficult because they can't hold their tongues very well. I want to say that anything that uh, can help wrap this all up would be a great help to us all. The town and us. He finishes his beer. I have to be getting back. Oh, you have a good day. And uh, if you don't mind me asking, what is it you do around here? What do I do? I, I'm the son of a lord. That's what I do. I'm not even going to pretend I know what that is, but... Well, uh, I go hunting. I fence for enjoyment. I ride horses. I enjoy life. Oh, nice. You hunt, huh? Mm, yeah. A lot of game around here? There's a fair amount, yeah. Uh, you have to go out a little ways, or if you're going to go pheasant hunting, you might have to go a bit north. Mm. But uh, there's a fair amount, yeah. Well, you have a good day. You too. He tips his hat to you and then uh, strolls on out. So those of you in the uh, in the rooms there finish up your lunch. Um, doctor, you realize that there is someone you have not spoken to about uh, the uh, goings-on. And that would be the Osgood family. You have not paid a visit there yet. It picks at your memory, uh, Sigmund, because... Simone showed you the map that he made and he, he showed where there's a, there's a marker there for where the Osgood farm is. Oh, they still have it. It's in the room. Probably uh, finishing the last of my lunch and drink and uh, examining the map, kind of point at it with the tip of my knife. There's one little place we need to talk to. We need to go speak to the Osgoods. I'm sure they will have an interesting perspective on things, but we must do it delicately would be unseemly for us to be asked to leave town or to find all of our avenues exhausted because no one wishes to speak to us. Well, that's kind of where we're headed at this point. Um, there, And I didn't include it in the, the shot. I just kind of copied and pasted what I got. But there would be a footnote next to the um, the veterinary clinic marking that says, like, dogs, question mark. Well, uh, doctor, I guess he... Uh, once done eating and everything, kind of stands up, uh, brushes himself off in the mirror, and, well, who's going to join me? Maeve, would you like to go? Um, I'm going to see what I can find um, as far as uh, werewolf legends and stuff in my books, if I have anything. Wunderbar. Miss Lane, would you like to accompany me? Perhaps to Mr. Forsyth? And to continue to in- inflict our, uh, our tongue lashings on the people of this town? I'm in. Why should we stop now? Why not? <laughs> We're going on full throttle. Miss Lane and uh, and Sigmund off to the Osgood house. Indeed. Yep. Awesome. Simone, you were heading out, and you're just going to check out the outskirts of town, or? I'm going to head north, um, out of town, toward um, the Vane Estate, and try to get a feel for like, you know, how much of the area is fenced in, how much of it's kind of open country. Um, what I'm trying to do is get to a point where I can see the estate. So if there's um, maybe an elevated position I can get to, to give me like a lay of the the grounds. Um, like, I don't know if it's a, is it like a, 
like when you say castle, do you mean just like the building kind of resembles a castle or is there like an outer wall and a keep? Like what are we, t- what are we talking? <laughs> okay. So it's not too difficult to um, see if you uh, take, take a stroll out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Plum Castle itself stands on a stone bluff. It's about 200 feet above the village. Uh, there's a winding road you see that goes up that way. You can get a idea of kind of its general makeup, um, but there does not appear to be um, like like a, <laughs> a stone wall or a, or a moat. Sure, uh, but it's a stone castle. I mean, it's impressive in its size. So, is it just like one building, or uh, it appears to be? Uh, an estate so there are grounds okay but I mean it would depend on how close you're going to get because you'd have to go up the winding road and then get on the grounds themselves before you could actually do any deeper investigation I don't want to get too close but I want to get I guess close enough to be able to kind of pick people out with maybe binoculars or be able to see some of the other sure structures Okay, so let, let me do this a couple of ways. Sure. Um, why don't we, because I'm assuming you're going to want to, relatively speaking, be out of view when you're mm-hmm. doing this, yes? Yes. So go ahead and give me a stealth roll to, at the very least, be unobtrusive. Yep, that's the plan. And then at then after that, you can give me a spot hidden roll, and I will give you advantage on the spot hidden roll, uh, because you're using, obviously, a, a binoculars or a, uh, that sort of thing. Hard success on the stealth, 30 over 75. Okay, so you are minding your own business. Just a tourist. Um, oh, man. Yeah. It's advantage, though, so it's oh, okay. So I get to roll again? You do. Hey, 32 out of 50. Let's we'll, just, we'll just forget that die. first one happened. <laughs> yeah, the 99? Yeah, you don't want to. Um, so you see a couple things within, say, the hour that you spend scoping the place out. Um, one, it's really tough to see whatever else is on the grounds themselves because it sets up on a high bluff. But you can tell that there are structures up there which are not just the castle. Um, you see an, a young man, the same young man you saw in the inn, he eventually goes up and into the castle. And with your with your spot hidden there, you see that he is greeted when he gets back by... Uh, a couple of what look like servants who attend him as he walks uh, into the castle. As far as the grounds, do I see like groundskeepers? Do I see staff? Or is it pretty yeah. much like... You see groundskeepers. Outside? No, you see groundskeepers and staff. Um, so there there are there are probably a good um, dozen or so servants, you're thinking. Okay. Um, are they all dressed like formally or are some of them dressed like outside workers or yeah you would say that they are dressed to their um, work type alright well I settle in in my current position unless I feel like I can get a better vantage point somewhere and I'm going to I'm going to watch I'm going to watch and and jot things down um, if I'm assuming that my location is out of the way and I won't necessarily be disturbed and I can, you know, kind of bird watch. Okay, sounds good. 
Um, Miss O'Shea, why don't you give me an idea specifically uh, of what you're looking for in your tomes? Pretty much, I'm looking. I'm looking for things that um, reference how to, you know, use wolfsbane as far as werewolves and other things to protect yourself. Okay. So give me uh, an hour spent uh, occulting, as it were. That is 27 out of 83. That is a hard success. That's probably close to an extreme for you. Um, that's close, but but a hard success is pretty well good. Um, so wolfsbane, generally for werewolves, uh, at least in your your repertoire of, of written knowledge there, it can be used a couple of ways. It was rumored to be juiced into a, a dye of sort and then tipped on arrows back in uh, the olden times. And then the werewolves would be shot with them. Mm. Uh, and then it, it also talks about, you know, in modern day or the modern day or the current times at that point being you know, probably between 16 and 1700 is talk about the uh, advent of silver. And they oh, will use right, right. silver shot to uh, damage them or to wound the beasts. Right. I think we talked about that, but I didn't know if anybody had any silver. Better yet, we don't even have a way to melt it down. Well, there is, as uh, Lawrence mentioned, I believe on that episode, uh, there is a wheelwright here, or at least a building of one. So oh. there is probably a forge somewhere. Right. As if we weren't going to look suspicious enough. Well, you don't, you don't want to break into somebody's house and start smelting pullets. <laughs> I'm going to just uh, make a dye or a mixture of the wolfsbane that we can, you know, like I can put on my knife or, you know, the doctor can put on his cane or whatever. Being very careful not to poison myself. Right. You're going to need water. You're going to need salt. You know, you're going to need uh, a couple of things. Uh, you'll probably need something to squeeze all the wolfsbane into. And then you're, uh, yeah, <laughs> you might, you might need some of the doctor's tools to do it correctly. Right. Cause I'll need a cloth that's going to be thin enough. Right. That I can do that. And then I guess I'll go down to the bar and ask for some like a small bowl of salt and if i can get a pitcher of water yeah no they they set you up just fine with it all right so you will be uh attending to your die after doing some uh, some book work uh so we will turn to miss lane and uh sigmund as they arrive at the osgood farm it's uh just beyond the village maybe about a half a mile or so west uh it's a nice walk the remains of the afternoon are still at least a bit in decent shape, although it looks like there might be another storm coming. Uh, you can see that the farm seems to be at least in somewhat of a decent shape, but you don't see anybody outside at this point. Should we go to the door? I was just going to ask, with the delicate situation, do you think a rap on the door would be appropriate? I guess, yeah. I, I don't know how or else we're going to talk to them. They're not outside. I'm going to go up to the door. And instead of rapping, I'm going to knock softly. You see a um, woman probably in her mid-30s. Uh, she's wearing a house coat. Uh, she seems to have a child attached to her uh, in the way that, you know, toddlers are very clingy. Another 
child behind her kind of through the crack in the door. Can I help you? Hi. I'm sorry to bother you. Um, my name is Lillian Lane, and this is my um, compatriot. This is um, Dr. Sigmund. I, I won't leave you there on the stoop. Just come on in. She opens the door and steps back. You can see that her two children, the, the second one now kind of comes and clings uh, on the other side of her skirt. What uh, what what brings you by the farm? Are you here for uh, perhaps a pig or something? Um, no, 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 no. But thank you for asking. I, I apologize. This might be kind of a hard subject to speak about. Um, but my fellow compatriots and I are in town um, at the behest of at the last request of a friend that recently passed away. Um, mm. They had they wanted us to investigate the 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 rabid dog that went through the town. She smooths one of the kids, uh, or the the child on her right. She smooths the hair a bit on her head. Both children are are girls, young girls, can't be more than four and six respectively. And I'm sure this might be pain. This is probably painful to talk about. So I'm really, really sorry. And you would be well compensated for your time. I just look over oh. at Sigmund like, what? No. Why don't you, Miss Lane, why don't you give me a charm or persuade roll, your choice. An extreme success, a 12 out of 65. Extreme success, uh, 12 under 65. So she smooths the hair of her children left and then right and tries to kind of takes in a, a breath and holds it a bit. And uh, she says, George woke one night after hearing something in the barn. And I I kept telling him to come back to bed. He, he wouldn't listen. He, um, he just, he was the sort of man who didn't listen. Um, and he went and he got his shotgun because he was set to deal with whatever it was. And a moment later, he's outside. And then a moment after that, there's the sound of that gun going off. I'll, I'll never forget it. And then I heard him scream. I've, I've never heard, I never heard him scream in my life before then. Not like that. So I went to the window and I saw this hunched, hairy thing. It was, it was hunched over him. It was, oh, like, I just, I can't, I can't put words to it. That is okay, Frau. You do not need to go any further. It was, it was as tall as a man. It ran howling into the woods. And by the Lord's divine grace, I swear, it was, it was not a wolf. It was a demon. So it was running on two legs? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say she tries to, she wipes a tear from her eyes. Um, the baby at her toddler at her right hand side starts crying and she picks the, the child up I offer her a handkerchief my handkerchief she takes it we do not mean to bring up any unfortunate or painful memories for you Fraulein we are just doing our job doing our part to perhaps give you peace of mind I touch 
her shoulder, yeah, with one of my hands, what, whatever hand, or whatever shoulder that the baby is not, like, you know, slinking against. Yeah, I'm really sorry for your loss. I, I can't imagine, you know, what it's like to have two young ones and your husband no longer around, and I'm sure he was a wonderful man. We are doing everything in our power. We were sent here, as we said, by a friend that we lost. And your story, it is horrible. You seem to disagree with what was said by the constable and the vicar, that it was not a dog. I am inclined to believe you. We will do everything in our power to find out what it is and stop it if it is still out there. I think George would appreciate you all looking into it. He, he survived France, he survived the war, and came home to this. She puts her hand on yours, Miss Lane, and you see that the uh, child that was on her, let the left half of her skirt, um, like just reflexively reaches out and grabs on onto you. I smile, though, at the child. Well, if you don't, if you both don't mind too much, I, uh, I have a, a few things to look after. Well, we will leave you to your to, to what you need to get done. Taking the cue from Miss Lane, if she gets up, I also get up and make my way to the door. You guys both get up and head towards the door, and uh, assumably head back to the inn. Simone, how long are you staying in your um, perch, as it were? Basically, when the sun starts going down, I want to get a feel for how well lit the estate is, whether or not they keep lights on inside or whether or not the grounds are lit at all. Because, I mean, if it's if it's pitch black and I can't see anything, there's no reason for me to stay. But if I still have visibility. Yeah, you um, you stay out until it gets dark out and there is very little visible light. Uh, there are a couple of lights, it seems, uh, near the front door. But it doesn't look like the estate grounds themselves are lit. And the wind picks up, too, and, and it does get a bit cold. Last night was scary, but uh, I, I was ready for it. I had my overcoat and my hat pulled down. So I'll wait until it gets dark, and then I will take that opportunity to make my approach and get a better lay of the land. Um, I'm still not, I'm not necessarily going to go up to any buildings or you know any paths necessarily, but... I do want to kind of prowl the grounds a bit. There is real, realistically one path to get there. Okay. There's one road. And so uh, prowling your way up there isn't difficult in the dark, that's for sure. I think, though, we'll save that for next week. So we will draw this session to a close. Again, we want to thank all of our supporters, our Patreon supporters. We, we can't say thank you enough, so we'll just keep saying it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode and your, our patrons. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you in the next pre-show fist fight, which uh, proved to be exciting. So thank you so much. And everybody have a wonderful rest of your day or night or wherever this recording finds you. <laughs>